Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Believe in Badger Football podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Matt Perkins and I'm going to be your guide through this and hopefully many more seasons of Badger Football. Believe in Badger Football is brought to you by betonline.ag. The NFL season and college football are in full swing. The Big Ten is back this week, as you guys know. And while you may not be at the game this year, you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. In fact, your Wisconsin Badgers are tied with Penn State for the second-best odds to win the Big Ten after the prohibitive favorite Ohio State. So from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Plus, there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head on over to betonline.ag today to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. The Badgers depth chart for their opening game against Illinois was released yesterday, so I'm going to start with a quick rundown of who's playing where and what to expect out of them. We'll start with the quarterback position with Graham Mertz, the former four-star quarterback, being number one with Jack Cohn going down with an injury during camp. No surprise there. The only small surprise might be that there was no or designation with Chase Wolf as his backup. But besides that, many, many fans are really excited to see the debut of Mertz as the number one quarterback. At the running back position, Garrett Groshek and Nakia Watson are designated as co-starters. I'd be willing to bet that Nakia finishes the season with more carries than Garrett, but Groshek will probably play more snaps and have more total touches with his contributions in the passing game, especially as a pass blocker. At fullback, Mason Stocking and John Chanel both return and are ready to contribute. I think we'll see a fair bit of 31 and 32 personnel this season with both of those guys in the backfield in that inverted wishbone formation that Coach Chris just loves to use near the goal line. At the wide receiver position, there are no surprises given who's back. I'm expecting a big senior season from Danny Davis. However, the depth worries me, as the top four guys listed on the depth chart are all seniors. Outside of Danny Davis, the 2017 class has given us literally nothing, with Cade Green and Emmett Perry's two guys who've pretty much washed out of the program. I was excited about both of those, especially Green with his return abilities, but that just hasn't panned out. The only 2018 contributor so far was Aaron Cruikshank, and he transferred to Rutgers during the offseason. We're hoping to see something finally out of Taj Mustafa and AJ Abbott, the two former high school teammates who really need to step up this season. The talk of camp, though, has been true freshman Kamir Dyke out of Waukesha. We can hope that he can contribute early because the last couple of classes have been very short on wide receiver talent. At the tight end position, no big surprises here. Jake Ferguson is an all-Big Ten-level talent who, 
if he has a big season, could declare early for the draft after his redshirt junior season. It's nice to see Hayden Rucci make the two deep, but I'm a little bit surprised that Jalen Franklin, who switched over from outside linebacker before camp, isn't there. One other small note here, in the past, the Badgers have listed separate tight ends and H-backs in their depth chart, but in the initial depth chart for the season, they only have tight end in the initial release. That might change going forward, especially because Ferguson and Franklin, we will expect to play more of the H-back position with Rucci and redshirt freshman Clay Cundiff more at the inline tight end position. On the offensive line, the glamour position for Wisconsin, this actually held the biggest surprises, at least on my end. We'll start with the right side of the line. Most of the reporting out of camp indicated that the right side of the line was going to be pretty set with Tyler Beach at tackle and Logan Bruss bumping down to guard after he played tackle all of last season. But those two guys are actually listed as co-starters at tackle with John Dietzen, who returns to the program after a year off to rehab injuries, penciled in at the right guard spot. I imagine that he, if he was going to start, he was going to be on the left-hand side of the line where he played most of his career at left tackle and left guard, but it's actually Josh Seltzner who is going to start at left guard, making the most of his versatility. The redshirt junior has been able to play a lot of different positions on the line, but seems to have found a home at left guard. At center, Caden Lyles, as expected, will man the center position. He, after a year at defensive line two seasons ago, backed up all of the interior spots last year. He's a guy that we can really expect to pop this season. The former four-star recruit coming out of high school has a lot of talent and a lot of mass. Lyles will take over for Tyler Biotish, who was able to go to the draft before his senior season. And he is a true success story at Wisconsin. He is now playing center for the Dallas Cowboys. At left tackle, obviously, it's All-American Cole Van Lannen, the next in a long line of great blindside protectors for the Badgers. After a bit of a down year as a junior, he's poised to end his career on a high note. Personally, though, I'm actually really excited to see the potential of Logan Brown who's the highest rated incoming lineman to the program since Josh Oglesby. And with Nolan Rucci coming in next year, we're seeing a couple classes with a bunch of really, really great tackle prospects. This line is going to be excellent for years and years to come. Brown himself is as athletic as they come at the tackle position. His development is something to watch going forward. Moving over to the defense, no real surprises on the defensive line. Other than the or designation between Garrett Rand and Matt Henningsen, Coach Noakes really seems to trust Henningsen, and I'm not surprised there. He's shown that he can be a versatile guy, but Rand just has that brute strength that we love to see in our defensive ends, especially in the 3-4 who really need to hold up against the run. Keanu Benton and Bryson Williams make for one heck of a one-two punch at nose tackle, probably with both of those guys healthy, the best depth and talent we've had at the nose tackle position in a long time. I know fans are a bit nervous about the depth at end behind Isaiah Loudermilk, Rand, and Henningsen, so hopefully we can see something out of Isaiah Mullins in his third year on campus. At inside linebacker, Jack Sanborn and Leo Chanel are absolute thumpers, but they're really going to miss Chris Orr, who is the heart and soul of that defense, who's now in the practice squad with the Carolina Panthers. Sanborn is garnering a lot of preseason attention as the leader of the defense, but the biggest concern, at least on my end, is that Mike Mascalunas is listed as the only backup at both inside linebacker spots. 
I was hoping to see Mema Jometa listed behind them, but the depth here is really a concern on the inside position. Now, to be fair, I would also imagine that when the Badgers have to go to like a 3-3-5 setup, we'll probably only see Sanborn on the field. Leo Chanel seems like a little bit more of a two-down linebacker to me, just given his deficiencies in his speed at this point. To be fair, though, he is as rock-solid as they come in the run game, and I would imagine the Badger defense to be very, very stout against the ground attack of any team this season. Out on the edge at outside linebacker, Noah Burks returns as the only player with a significant amount of playing time, and we would expect him to lead the team in sacks and tackles for a loss after the aforementioned Chris Orr and Zach Bond went to the pros. Probably the biggest surprise on the entire depth chart, however, is the fact that Isaiah Green May, the redshirt junior, is listed as a co-starter with true freshman Nick Herbig. The four-star edge rusher from Hawaii has clearly impressed in camp, and he is the only true freshman to be in the two deep at any of the offensive or defensive position. We'll talk about Kamir Dyke on special teams a little bit later, but the fact that Herbig made the two deep as not even just a backup, but as a co-starter really tells you that he was able to stand out in camp. Between him, Spencer Lytle, CJ Getz, and the rest of the talent that the Badgers have brought in in the past few recruiting classes, outside linebacker is definitely becoming, if it not already is, the glamour position on the defense, and we can expect to see a lot from these guys going forward. For Isaiah Green May, he was also listed as a co-starter at the beginning of last season. Quickly though, Burke surpassed him after two games to take over that starting spot. We'll see if he's been able to add a little bit more weight to that very long six foot five frame that he has, which we would imagine would be great for pass rushing, but he just doesn't seem to be able to make the big plays and shed blockers when he really needs to. Cornerback, definitely the deepest position on the roster right now. They return more guys than you can count who all have significant snaps on their belt. Caesar Williams and Rashad Wild Goose are slated to start, but they're going to rotate in Dante Burton, Fayon Hicks, Alex Smith, Darren Harrell, and probably a couple other guys as well. The one thing I'm curious to see, though, is the fact that they have not listed a starting nickelback, and so it's going to be interesting to see who gets the nod there. I would imagine that it's going to be either Harrell or Burton, but I think all these guys can play on both the inside side and the outside. A little surprised not to see Madison Cohn, though, in the two deep at all, either at safety or, I guess, as listed as a nickelback. He's a guy who is an absolute ball hawk, but pretty undersized. Speaking of the safety position, no real surprises here with all Big Ten senior Eric Burrell lined up next to Colin Wilder, who has the or designation with Scott Nelson, who returns from injury. The biggest blow, though, to the secondary, obviously, is the fact that Reggie Pearson, the true junior, is not on the roster this fall due to non-football reasons. We don't know if those reasons for Pearson are academic or otherwise and so we just hope he can get back onto the field soon as a true sophomore he really really stood out as a guy who can be the future of the safety position but speaking of the future redshirt freshman titus toller uh, is a really exciting backup behind burrell He's a guy who the Badgers got late in the recruiting process back in the 2019 class, and he has potential to be a big-time player a couple years down the line. Finally, with the specialist, University of Dubuque transfer Andy Vujnovic should get the nod at punter. The Badger punting game has been somewhere between mediocre and atrocious the last couple years. So I know that fans are really hopeful that Vujinovic can settle the position and make the times that the Badgers do have to punt, not leaving us on the edge of our seats in anticipation and worry. 
Colin Larsh will take over full-time kicking duties. He's got a big leg, but hasn't been the most accurate guy over his career. The only thing that really stands out to me, though, is the fact that Stephen Bracey and Kamir Dyke are going to be returning kicks. Bracey is a redshirt freshman out of Michigan who has a ton of speed. Dyke is obviously the true freshman that has been outstanding during camp. Those guys are listed as the two kick returners. And if either of those guys can, you know, really shore up the position, especially with Crookshank transferring to Rutgers, this could be a pretty exciting time on special teams. Jack Dunn and Danny Davis are, again, the punt returners for seemingly the 50th season in a row. So hopefully the Badger special teams will take a step forward after having a pretty down year in 2019. With all that, I'm really excited for the season to start Friday at Illinois. I'll be back later this week with a game preview, but until then, on Wisconsin. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.